This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 2nd of November. Now, Justin, the owners of 7-Eleven in Australia mm-hmm. have paid back over $170 million Ooh. to staff. Five years after wage theft was uncovered at the company. It's about time. Brett, something slightly lighter. Mm. WhatsApp is now delivering around 100 billion messages Ooh. each and every day. Big. And earlier this year, WhatsApp hit 2 billion users. Enormous organisation and product, Justin. We have three truly enormous stories today. Let's do it. For our first, car sales, Australia's biggest online classifieds business, is making the big move into what it calls mobility Mm, as a service. Ah, mass. The next (laughs) as a service is here. So tell me more. Firstly, car sales has had a great 2020, Mm -hmm. basically because most of us have not been so keen to take public transport. (laughs) Thanks, Rona. And car sales has a clear strategy to take a bigger slice of the transport market in the future. Said to be worth around 20 $28 billion just in Australia. So car sales has created a new digital mobility platform named Placey. Okay, and what does it do? Well, it basically lets users compare different modes of transport Mm -hmm. to find the cheapest or fastest way to get somewhere. And it gets its information from bus and train networks. And taxi companies like 13Cabs or Ola. So what's the key learning here? Car sales knows it needs to keep up with the times. As the transport industry evolves over the next five or ten years, car sales reckons that its mobility is a central piece of this puzzle. As we know, CarSales has been a marketplace company for a very long time. What that means, Justin, is that it brings together buyers and sellers of things like cars and bikes. But now they reckon they can bring together citizens and transport providers. And with the global transport market expected to generate revenue of, I don't know, $12.6 trillion in the next 10 years, (laughs) you can see why CarSales is keen to get involved. Mm -hmm. For our second story, revenue at Australian technology superstar <laughs> Atlassian mm. went up between July and September, yep. but still somehow reported Ooh. a loss. Justin, let's just run a quick background check on Atlassian. <laughs> Atlassian creates collaboration tools to make workplaces easier to collaborate. They own Jira. They own Trello. And they own a small equity stake in Slack. Mm-hmm. But this time, Atlassian reported a loss in its first quarter result, despite a 26% increase in revenue. As we know, FluxFam, revenue is very different from profit. Mm -hmm. Revenue is the amount of sales that Atlassian makes. And profit is the sales less all the expenses. But get this, Brett. Atlassian also announced that it's launched an Atlassian Ventures. Which is a $50 million fund that will invest in early stage startups that support Atlassian's broader network of products. I like it. So what's the key learning here? With this new fund, Atlassian is entering the corporate venture capital space. And this means... Well, corporate venture capital is when a company directly invests in to external startups. And this is different because... <laughs> well, unlike regular venture capital, corporate venture capital aims to achieve goals that are both financial... I.e. make a lot of money. ...and strategic. Now, for the investing company, mm-hmm. by investing in these startups, it can maintain its position as a market leader. And for the startup, it can get the investing company's expertise, their brand recognition, mm. and their network of connections. For our third and final story, trendy e-cigarette maker Juul has cut its valuation to $14 billion. This is real bad news for Juul. So what's (laughs) happening here? Well, there's no doubt about it, Justin. Juul was once the poster child of design and the cool kid on the (laughs) e-cigarette block. Okay, Brett, how about this? Juul was valued at $54 billion in December 2018. That was when Altria Group, the company that makes Marlboro cigarettes, Mm -hmm. took a 35% stake in Juul. But now it's kind of spiraling. 
recently. Mm -hmm. Juul has been hit hard over the last two years as a result of increased regulatory scrutiny. And that scrutiny is because of a rise in teenage vaping and a ban on the sale of popular, popular flavours. And that scrutiny is coming from parents, from schools, from governments. All of which allege that it's fruity and (laughs) flavourful offerings attract young smokers. So what is the key learning here? Every company faces a bevy of risks each and every day. One of the key roles of the CEO and the board of directors is to manage or mitigate the risks of the business. But for Juul, risk number one, two, and three has always been the regulatory risk. This is such a big risk that US regulators are reviewing Juul's application to stay on the market altogether. Hence, the big drop in their valuation. Fluxfam, did you know that we have recently launched a brand new weekly newsletter? It's a look at the week's top Aussie and global business stories. But it's broken down in a totally (laughs) non-boring way. So to subscribe, head to our website and the link will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.